Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page three of Secrets of Shadowloo, and we arrive today at the Table of Contents. Now, if you have been, by chance, reading along in the Vampire the Masquerade clan books that I've been discussing on Fuck, Mary Slay, my Patreon-exclusive podcast series over on patreon.com slash megadumbcast, you may dread the White Wolf Table of Contents. It's not like a Palladium Table of Contents. It is the opposite and equal kind of shitty RPG Table of Contents. Palladium Tables of Contents are long, super detailed in an arbitrary way, like highly subdivided, but along no logical lines. It's just column after column of mostly unformatted black text with ridiculously specific entries for things that one has difficulty imagining that anyone would need to look up in a table of contents. Like, for example, the table of contents of Heroes Unlimited, as we discussed in season two, has an entry for, quote, different applications of strength. Like somebody's going to be flipping through the table of contents thinking, hmm. I have a strong body. What are the uses of a strong body? I shall consult the text. In many White Wolf books, on the other hand, there are like four sections in the table of contents, formatted all fancy and numbered, but with vague names that tell you nothing about what's going on. These like cryptic clues to what might be in that section of the book. Like uh, from Clan Book Torridor. Check this out. Introduction. Okay. Chapter one, colon, the despised and adored. Chapter two. Unlife among the beautiful damned. Chapter three, playing a Toreador. How does playing a Toreador differ from unlife among the beautiful damned? I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. Secrets of Shadowloo, I am happy to report, mostly avoids this problem. Like the other books in the Street Fighter line, there's color coding for the different sections. And generally speaking, the chapter names are descriptive. So we know what's in each of these sections. That's in keeping with something that I think White Wolf arrived at quite by accident with the Street Fighter line, which is that it actually is, in some ways, much better designed, much better running, and much better organized for what the material is than other contemporary White Wolf books. Because, I think, the authors were not trying to be so artsy with it. You know, it's Street Fighter. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. We are going to make it turgidly mysterious and angsty a little bit, but none of us are under the delusion that we're doing real art here. Whereas with the other lines, I think sometimes, especially on vampire, writers got a little bit up their own asses and this resulted in like poor organization or maybe a, a resistance to the idea of organizing these rule books as rule books, a sort of idea that they should be more like uh, artifacts of a storytelling experience. You know, with the Street Fighter line, there is no such pretension. And so generally speaking, they're very like clean, easy to use. And that holds true for this table of contents, starting with chapter two. Chapter two, Into the Heart of Darkness. Okay, it's slightly poetic, but basically the chapter is about, here's your introduction to Shadowloo. Fair enough, right? Easy to figure out. And then from there we go to chapter three, Shadowloo Warriors. Chapter four, Riganka. This is the name of the island where Bison lives, as we'll discuss later. Chapter five, Shadowloo Adventures. How to do adventures that involve Shadowloo makes sense to me. And then chapter six, Tourist Trap, which is the name of an adventure. Perfectly self-explanatory, page numbers are given, but the secret of Shadowloo on this page is a little, a little whisper 
of artsy pretension in this book and in this presentation of Shadowloo. There's a little sense that we're doing very dramatic, very important and personal storytelling. This is a game of personal fist-fighting horror when you get down to it. And we see that with, quote, chapter one, colon, prelude, colon, poison haze, two colons, fuck me. This is some important shit right here. Two colons? I'm a whole human being with all the sublimity and mundanity that entails, and I've only got one colon. This fucking chapter has two colons. And furthermore, like Walt Whitman or a Palladium rulebook, this chapter title contradicts itself. Chapter one, colon, prelude, colon. Well, which is it? Chapter one is too late for a prelude. The lewd has begun. Too late trying to get ahead of it now. And we're about to see when it says poison haze, it doesn't mean a literal poison haze. Although believe me, there are plenty of those to come. Riganka is just full of death traps. And I can't imagine there's not a cloud of poison gas somewhere on that island. But this is not a literal poison haze. This is a figurative poison haze of rage. Poison haze is a metaphor for fury that threatens your moral character. Very first entry in the table of contents in this book, we got a paradox, two colons, and a metaphor. As though to say, Vampire the Masquerade, go fuck yourself. I'm more pretentious than that whole game line in one line, and I'm goddamn Street Fighter. And then the rest of the table of contents, perfectly usable, nothing fancy, color-coded, suitable for use by a 10-year-old who just likes to tap the punch button at the arcade and make Blanca shock people. A magnificent performance from this supplement here on page three. So today's Secret of Shadowloo, Shadowloo may seem to be a hokey antagonist in a licensed RPG of cartoony violence for teens and preteens, but in fact, it has a dark beating heart of white wolf pretentiousness, and don't you forget it. Join me tomorrow as we move from a mystery of prose style to a mystery of sartorial style as we discuss the subtle undercover looks of Dalsim and Chun-Li on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power.